Kansas City is home to a rich brewing history dating back to the 1880s when Ferdheim and George Muehlbach and the marks they made can still be seen today throughout the city. Prohibition took its toll on the breweries in KC, but in 1989, Boulevard Brewing Company founder John McDonald rekindled that brewing tradition when he brewed and sold his first batch of pale ale. More than 30 years later, the spirit of Kansas City can-do attitude is in everything Boulevard does. From creating Tank 7, an award-winning American Saison, to brewing Space Camper Cosmic IPA, an exhilarating exploration into the universe of hops, to (laughs) developing one of the nation's largest barrel aging programs, and even more recently with the introduction of Quirk Hard Seltzers, real fruit, real fun. At the heart of Boulevard Brewing Company lies the intersection of traditional brewing and modern technology. Visit the brewery and take a tour for free to sip and see 32 years of brewing experience and maybe catch a glimpse of the future to where that Kansas Kansas City spirit of innovation will lead. Boulevard Brewing Company, Kansas City, Missouri. Welcome into State Your Line, a podcast for Kansas Cityans by Kansas Cityans, presented by Boulevard Brewing Company. We are the Ritz Brothers. Today is January 4th. As we're recording this on Monday, January 3rd, this has to be the worst Monday of the year. You so think so? Far. I think so. Why? Talk uh, to me. Well, two weeks of doing nothing at yep. work have come to an end. Mm-hmm. Two weeks of, you know, a free pass of. Drinking most nights. Eating unhealthily. Eating whatever you want to, turning into a, a, a cookie, uh, <laughs> have come to an end. Yeah. Uh, and then the the cherry on top yeah. is uh, the Chiefs losing to the Bengals, losing the number one seed in the playoffs, mm-hmm. having to play wild card weekend. Just the real cherry on top to what was already going to be inevitably yeah. a terrible Monday. Mm-hmm. Just pile on me. Yeah. Just pile on me, Chiefs. Yeah, I took today off, so I didn't have to do the work thing. Uh-huh. I was always going to do that, but it was still a really bad Monday, and the cherry on top of being the Chiefs losing, and and, and losing the way they did, and having yep. to have all these stupid conversations about, um, about you know, Steve Spagnolo and and uh, Dan Sorensen and those conversations that we've had rehashed yep. up again uh, drops and then and then having the conversations of bad referees is the NFL the WWE and completely rigged <laughs> is um, and, and then having to have the conversations about like Andy Reid and clock management mm, and that's it's just a fun like, one to revisit it's just like. Yeah, it's one of the most annoying ways to lose for a lot of reasons. The refs, Andy Reid, poor clock management, bad drops, defense. bad defense, Dan Sorensen, Spagnolo, like the worst reasons to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's that definitely makes the the conversations today that are happening on in your in your group chats and on the radio and elsewhere even more annoying than they would already have been because it is that first month. Yeah, because it's not fun to talk about the referees being really bad. Like, I hate... I hate it. I hate having to talk about that and acknowledge that it played a role in the game because, obviously, there's very self-inflicted, too. Correct. I hate that I have to talk about the referees and 
the calls that were made that extended so many Cincinnati drives. Yeah, there was four scoring drives from Cincinnati that were stopped on a third or a fourth down, but then were converted mm-hmm. uh, because of a penalty uh, that was called upon us. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, like you said, um, people like to get into these arguments where they can't acknowledge two truths happening yep. at the same time. Um, it's okay for, for multiple things to be true at once. Uh, the Chiefs shot themselves in the foot. The Chiefs made uh, bad um, uh, decisions coaching. The Chiefs um, shot themselves in the foot with a, a couple drops and shot themselves in the foot with penalties that they shouldn't have committed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the end of the game, which we can continue to talk about later, like that was a poor decision and uh, by Andy Reid to to play it out the way that he did. Um, so like all of that can be true. And one of the reasons that Cincinnati won the game was because the referees were bad. That's just a fact. Mm-hmm. Th- that's one of the reasons why Cincinnati won the game. It's not the only reason, but it's one of the reasons that they won the game, among other things. Among Jamar Chase having 266 yards and three it's touchdowns. And, and among the poor decision-making by Andy Reid at the end and Steve Spagnuolo at the end. Like, among other things. But the refs... And the calls that they made were among those things that caused Cincinnati to win the game. So it's like all of those things can be true. And it's okay because football is a nuanced game with 22 players on the field and Mm -hmm. 144 plays a game that are happening that there is going to be more than one reason why you win and lose games. Yeah, there is. uh, Breaking it down, first half, very fun to watch. Extremely fun. After the three and out, go score four straight touchdowns. Mm. In, in very Slinging fun it. fashion, no-look passes. Uh. Uh, it was really, really fun to see Mahomes really clicking, which is what leaves me hope and not like this like pit of despair, like, mm-hmm. oh, gosh, I'm, I'm terrified of having to play an extra yes. playoff game or it's, this. Especially it's like, it's because okay. it's the Titans. Uh-huh. Like, the Titans aren't aren't going to the AFC championship game. Like they're not, they're going to lose before the AFC championship game. So if we get to the AFC championship game, we will be hosting that game against another team that has already played two games. Right. I think so. So that's the third game. And then the fourth game is the most, most likely. So, so yeah, I just, I don't think the Titans are very good. So like, because they're the one seed, if it was Tom Brady Patriots, that we just lost the one seed to, then I would, would be yep. I would be more upset. Um, but again, we're going to be playing the Bills or the or I don't know exactly how it works out. So don't don't be like I've been addicted to, to the playoff scenario. But but there's more a, later. There's a that. good chance we play the Bills or or um, it doesn't look like we'll play the Chargers in the AFC Championship game. But like I think the Bills or the Patriots um, and they'll have the same as we will. They'll have played a road game. They'll have played two games they won't have the week off of rest so it'll be like a similar situation and we will have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and and the better team or what we assume to be the better team so Mm -hmm. I'm honestly I think our chances were better at you know at advancing to the Super Bowl with the bye yeah but because it's the Titans and not if it was the Bills that replaced us it's not the Titans the Bills or like a healthy Baltimore team yeah uh, it's the stinky Titans with Ryan Tannehill as their quarterback. Like yep. I'm, I, I know they smoked us, but you know that that was a long time ago. And and so I'm less worried about that. It's just annoying. And I, I honestly don't think that our, according to Vegas, like I don't think our odds to win the AFC really changed all that much because I think 
they assume. And the Bills are the number two odds to win the AFC. So, like, Vegas doesn't think that the Titans are going to get to that AFC championship game. So, if that's the case, we'll have a home game in the AFC championship game if the Titans lose. So, I, I still think that's still in play for us. It's just annoying. And annoying when we do it to ourselves and annoying when the refs do it to us a little bit and all of those things. Yeah, I think um, annoying decision for me. Uh, final drive of the third quarter, chance to put them away. Fourth and six, I, I think it was on their side of the field. Yep. We decide to punt it. I think we maybe gained 20 yards in field position or so. I think that I was like 30. But 30 yards in field position, and then they marched down yeah. and scored very quickly anyways, where I think that's one of those scenarios where if you ask the Bengals, what do you hope that the Chiefs do there? It's punt. Yes. And so I think the way the game was going, how well we were playing on offense and how quickly Cincinnati could score, we might as well go for it there. Yeah. Uh, so that was very frustrating. And then, again, just we had the – or the Bengals – Got the ball with like over six minutes left six, in the fourth yeah. quarter, and we did not see the ball again. They had the ball first and ten on the twelve yard line with three minutes and fourteen seconds left. We had three timeouts, mm -hmm. and we didn't get the ball back. Mm -hmm. That's very frustrating. They ran eleven plays back. inside the eleven yard line. Yep, uh, on that final drive, including the penalty plays and and the. So that was like literally the perfect case scenario for yes. the Bengals to somehow not get us the ball back. And use up six minutes. Of and that's the only and thing that could have happened. we had three timeouts and the two-minute warning. That's the only thing that could have happened was what happened. And, and I mean, the not letting the Bengals score. Um, essentially what you're doing, especially as they get closer and closer to the goal line, you are you're putting more trust in your defense than you are putting in Mahomes. Um, so you're, you're, you're saying... <laughs> You're putting more trust in the defense to stop the Bengals going one yard than you're putting trust in Mahomes to go score a touchdown. With a minute 54 left and two timeouts. Okay. That's that's the decision yeah. Andy Reid was faced with. I would agree with you there. Bengals have a better chance of... Or wait, what am I saying? Yes. Yes, we have a better <laughs> chance of scoring with a with minute Mahomes. 54 in Mahomes and two, two timeouts time than we do stopping Cincinnati yes. from scoring. And that's, that's essentially what... The That's decision the decision to Andy Reid came 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 to. Andy Reid was faced with the decision of dragging Joe Burrow across the goal line, which that first quarterback sneak that mm -hmm. he got, there was there was uh, a two minute warning had passed. It was the first play after the two minute warning. They could have dragged him in. We would have had a minute fifty five left and two timeouts to to score, tie the game, go to overtime, and figure it out. Instead of doing that. Um, the situation played out exactly what it was, but that was a decision that that was made, and and this is why we people talk about like results versus process, and and we've talked about it like when you have a process in place, when you make those decisions ahead of time, then you can't let your biases in the heat of the moment cloud your decision making, and, and that's what happened because we stopped them the first time. Andy Reid's thinking. Well, we've got momentum. We we momentum doesn't exist. Like mm -hmm. that's called recency bias. That's all it is, and it's a bias that exists in your mind. So when you set processes ahead of time, when you're thinking clearly, you have a process in place. Then it allows you to make decisions not based on biases like recency bias, not based on on uh, emotions. You're a robot. 
It, it, no, it allows you to think about it, talk about it with your coaching staff. Be like, hey, if we're in this situation, what should we do? Well, we have Patrick Mahomes. We have you know time left. We've got timeouts. You can make those decisions ahead of time so that you're not caught up in the moment. And Andy Reid was faced with that decision, a decision that we see more and more often happening where people – we see running backs like taking dives before they get into the end zone yep. and people trying not to score. Like this is not a, a one in a million type of decision to make. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's just uh, unfortunate that Andy Reed did not have a decision made beforehand because he doesn't have a process in place for that end of that game scenario. Um, either that, or he decided to go against his clear thinking decision, or he doesn't believe that that's the right thing to do, mm-hmm. uh, which is, he doesn't believe letting the the offense, the Bengals score in that situation is the right thing to do. Either one of those scenarios, either he doesn't have a process in place, he doesn't believe that's the right thing to do, or he went against his prior thought process that he had made before the game because he was caught up in the in the emotion and momentum. Either one of those three things being true is upsetting and it's disappointing. And I wish Andy Reid thought more like some of those more forward-thinking coaches like Harbaugh and you got a crush on him. I do have a crush on Harbaugh. So so that's just uh, that's just upsetting the way that that ended. And again, Joe Burrow gets carried across the line there. We have a minute fifty five left. We have two timeouts. Patrick Mahomes has the ball. Um, Who knows what happens? And 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 you know a thirty four yard extra point is a harder kick to make than a twenty two yard chip shot, which is what in a best case scenario Andy Reid was was hoping for. Mm -hmm. So it just. It doesn't make sense. Um, you want to have those decisions made ahead of time so that um, you can't let biases and momentum and things like that cloud your judgment because that's that's poor decision-making. Yeah, it was frustrating, frustrating to watch and just, again, led into the worst Monday of the year. Uh, and I, it, it'll, it'll be to- hard to top yeah. this shitty of a Monday also, for like, the rest of the year. The defense, you're saying that already? Yeah. It's the first Monday of 2022. Yeah, that's how pessimistic this has gotten me. It's bad. It's very bad. I know. Remember the Monday after the Super Bowl? I do. Well, this one is this one sucks. Yeah, Pretty this hard. This one sucks. Pretty hard. This one sucks. I like the Chiefs winning would have made it a little bit better. Yes, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Um Mahomes is still awesome though, so we got that going got for that. us. Um the defense was like really soft. No one wanted to tackle. I, I don't know if this was like weird thing to notice, but so many plays got blown dead because they were just like being held up. Mm. And there was just so, and like people being pushed out of bounds. It was weird. There was like no hitting. It, well, it was a very strange game. Yeah. Uh, we except, got, except we got when, in trouble. Yeah. Sneak did that hard. at the very end. Uh, but uh, yeah, a couple of missed sacks on Burrow where it seemed like we didn't just light yeah, him up. Finish but that him. just might yeah. be a bigger yeah. thing in the NFL where, where guys pull up on quarterbacks now. Yeah. So, yeah. Really, um, I think they got six first downs off of, off of penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, True. I mean, we got uh, an entire, um, you know, score taken off the board. Yeah. Uh, on Pringles kickoff return because of a penalty. Um, so, yeah, just, just sucks. Dan Sorensen, please don't ever play football again. I hate you so much. Um, so that's <laughs> that, it. That's it. Just watching that. Oh, God. Play. Oh, my gosh. Where it's just like everybody knows. That it's cover two, like when when everybody breaks down that play and everyone's just like, I don't know what he's doing there. Yes, it's wild. It's phenomenal. To watch. It's phenomenal that it keeps happening over it's and over again. It's so amazing. happy Monday, everybody. Yeah, hope it was shitty. Dan Sorensen, who's like, no, when you're slow and when you're like less athletic, like you have to give more cushion. Right. Like you need you need more time. Like if I'm playing pickup basketball and someone's athletic going against me, oh, you've got room because yeah. I the one thing I don't want to do is get embarrassed yeah. on a cross. Like, hit a three in my face, 
Okay, fine. I'll live with that. Yeah. But I'm not going to guard you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pick up guarding you at the half court line. Right. Uh, if, if you if you're better, that, you got to give space. You got to let. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Very frustrating. Um. What else? Oh, the um. We're getting kind of predictable on those third and fourth and one plays. The, I don't mind it. Well, there's there's something coming. The Blake Bell. No, the, I hope not. I hope it's sneak. not. I hope, I hope Some, we don't. Something. I something say keep cute doing the Blake coming. Bell. Something cute is coming, so get ready for that. The, the quarterback sneak up the middle my is one of the most successful plays in in the NFL. My prediction is he's going to line up under like the left or right guard on an unbalanced line, so it looks oh, like sweet. he's under center, dope. Dope. and then it's like a direct snap. So get ready for that. I, I think love that's that. what's coming. I think that's what's coming. Uh, all right, let's move into our. I hope opening. we do it on third down, so that we have an option to go for it on fourth down. Okay. Uh, well. I, when they least expect it. That's when you got to do it. Uh, uh, all right, let's go on to our openings this week. This week, we've got Mudville Public House uh, up in Parkville opening up. Mudville. Bringing bring in a little couple of American classics together. Yeah. Uh, baseball and milkshakes. Is burgers, fries. Is Parkville, is it, does it have a nickname of Mudville? Uh, Parkville? Mudville? No. No. Okay. Are Tucker you says no. I think so. He lives in the oh, okay. Round Park. Right. Tucker does. Um, so Mudville Public House. Yeah, this is opening. Um, it looks sweet. Yeah. Did you did you check it's out? It's like the pictures? an old, old warehouse, right? That has a baseball facility inside and yeah. then a restaurant attached. Exactly. With diner food. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's in downtown Parkville. It's an old like brick warehouse. Um, downtown Parkville is having a moment. Oh yeah. Uh, it's got like you know that exchange down there, River Park Pub, Off the Hook Barbecue, Stone Canyon, obviously. Um, so it's like a baseball themed little diner restaurant that is very, very like old timey baseball. So the, the logo and the, there's a, a mural on the front of the building. That's like this old timey baseball player, um, with old timey baseball stuff. And the decor inside is very like restored antique type of old timey, um, seats and tables and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you walk in, you got peanuts, Right there in the in the big barrels to snack on, like five I love guys. That. I wonder if you just throw them on the ground, throw the shells on the ground, like uh, Texas Roadhouse. Is that what they do? I've never been. Uh, they throw something on the. I think it's peanuts. Yeah. Okay. You just throw them on the ground. Um, and and there's like no menu. The menu is just like painted on the wall behind the 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 cash registers. I think um, they've got like bunting on the windows and old chairs and booths and stadium seating. Um, but yeah. Milkshakes, smash burgers, hot dogs, big old pork tenderloin and chicken sandies, onion rings, fries. Um, really sticking to that baseball diner uh, type food fare and, and decor and ambiance. Okay, I love this. And I think I it's love it too. like a legit training facility for like uh, Little League baseball. Yeah, in and, the back. They do. People they have come in. AstroTurf. So field. let's see if they get this concept right. Open another one downtown, more adults. Just hitting in the batting cages, a la Sluggers, oh, Sluggersville. Yeah. So let's see, maybe we can take this concept and grow it in Kansas City. Okay, That'd yeah, I don't sweet. know if they have if they serve booze at Mudville Public House or not. Right, but but maybe the, just saying getting yeah. that getting that concept down would be pretty sweet. Yeah, bring it to Waldo. Yeah, I think there'd Ooh. be a good good appetite for that in there Waldo. Would be. Um, so that's Mudville Public House. It is open now downtown Parkville. Um, 
Yeah, right off the main strip there. So yeah, check it out. It looks awesome. The the burgers look dynamite. Yeah. Uh, also opening in Grandview, Mo. We've got Housewife. Look at us branching out. We are to the Burbs, Parkville, Grandview. We're gonna be talking about Blue Springs a little later on. Uh, so Housewife is on Main Street in Grandview. I think we talked about Main Street in Grandview. It actually holds has has held its like very much like small town looking main street okay in grandview so it's a cool cool main street very much like i think that, that dmv is off of that i don't know about that but kind of that classic small town main street look uh and housewife is opening up uh a lot of from scratch breakfast dishes that's right coming yeah so this is open pastries op being opened by yeah anna sorge s-o-u-r-g-e anna sorge um, I love this because uh, she was working at a restaurant once and the owner of the restaurant said, I don't know how a simple housewife like you could cook better food than my executive chef. Ooh. And so she like took that and she was like pissed off, obviously, but was just like, if I ever open a my own place, I'm going to call it housewife just to like shove it in this guy's face. Love that. Um, love so, that motivation there. Yeah. So it is, it's a, it's a cafe breakfast, lunch, uh, but made from scratch breakfast, sandwiches, uh, breakfast dishes, and then salads, lunch, sandies, all the bread, everything made from scratch, pastries, desserts, all made fresh from scratch. It's like 801 main street in downtown Grandview. It was an old building that was a Masonic lodge. That Harry Truman used to go to. So Masonic, like Freemasons? Yeah. Ooh. Masonic. Ma Masonic? Masonic, right? I don't know. Masonic. Rewatch uh, National Treasure and figure or, out. Or, uh, yeah, Dan any of the Dan Brown movies. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. So, Housewife in Grandview sounds pretty sweet. Uh, closing uh, this week, we got word that uh, Brookside Poultry Company mm. over. It yeah. was on 63rd Street, right? Yeah, yeah, 63rd and Holmes-ish. Uh, is closing its doors. So, uh, I mean, did your poor review of Brookside Poultry kill the restaurant? No. We don't like to do say bad things about we local don't. restaurants. We don't. But we did have it, and it wasn't our favorite chicken, and it was hard to post about that. Yeah. Um, but we had to tell the truth. Yeah, tell the truth. Um, the It's closing at the end of January. A lot of people are bigger fans of this than I was, so that's okay. Like, I just wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, I thought the chicken sandwich was just okay. Um, I, I had a really good appetizer, though, that I gave high praise to. I you can't did. remember. You did. Um, but I just think when it moved from its smaller location to the bigger location, it's like, well, I have this problem at my house. It's like they never decorated. Like, mm. it, it just felt like... It was just like a wide open space with like really no ambiance, um, just kind of all white on the in interior. And then they had like half of it that was supposed to be Brookside Beef Company. Right. That was supposed to be like a, an affordable steakhouse that wasn't, it was it was focused on beef and steak, but it wasn't a traditional steakhouse like Capitol Grill or Stock Hill where it's like white tablecloths and all that shit. It was just like supposed to be a fun, affordable, drink beer, eat steak type of steakhouse, which I was really looking forward to. But it's like they never decorated on the inside. Mm -hmm. Or it's like they moved into this new space and forgot to hang up the art and uh, or, or build an, uh, an ambiance of any kind. So that was a, a, another thing that was odd about it. Um, so it is closing at the end of January. If you've got a gift card, use it before the end of January. Mm -hmm. um, and the 
Um, they've already found the next tenants of the building. Sean Brady and Graham Ferris are opening a restaurant called Brady and Fox in Q1 of 2022. So it sounds like they're going to okay. well, probably won't take long to renovate because they don't have to take anything <laughs> down. Um, and uh, that's the Sean Brady owns Brady's over on 55th and Truce that okay. took over for Mike's. Remember? Uh-huh. We talked about all that. So. A lot of people like Brady's over on 55th and Truce. I don't think that's open anymore. <laughs> it's, uh, they, well, I don't know if it's opened yet, uh, but Brady's was there for a little bit, and now it's going to be a, a gay bar, like a gay bar that's also a sports bar. Oh, yeah, maybe. On 55th and Truce. Mm. But I can't remember the name of it. Man, someone should, like, do a show where they talk about bars, openings, and closings. And... We did. We did talk okay, about Okay, yeah. yeah. I figured so we, we had did. people covered. I figured we did. Uh, so, yeah. So, anyways, they're opening a restaurant there in uh, Q1 of 2022. So that's... Gales is over there now. Gales? Gales. Okay. Yes. It's well, over on 55th and Truce. All right. Now. All right. But Brady's food was good. That's what I heard. Yeah. So, um, all right. Now let's move into a little what we tried this week. Uh, I'll stay in the Brookside neighborhood. I got to try Brookside Sushi for the first time over on 63rd and Oak, basically. This was part of, you know, when that was where Brookside Poultry Company was. Was. They moved out to the new space and Brookside Sushi moved in. Yeah. So this actually, I I think this does have a nice little ambiance in there. Uh, kind of a smaller place, easy to watch. Uh, the the chefs at work make all the sushi rolls, which I really enjoy. If you mm-hmm. go sit at the bar and just kind of watch them make uh, yeah. everything, and uh, a, a huge list of rolls to choose from too. Yes. Which I just want a little variety. Uh, there is a, a a fair share of things that begin with the word spicy, which I'm all about. Yeah, and anything with, with that spicy like orange mayo on orange it, sauce. I'm, mm. I'm good with that. Um, they've got you know your tempura, fully cooked options. Plenty oh, yeah. of those rolls. Lots of probably some raw. rolls that come out on fire. Yep, lots of raw yep. rolls. They even have a deep fried roll as well. Yeah, so classic. great selection. Uh, good appetizers. Got the edamame and the. Oh, what's the other word for dumpling? Uh, it's like uh, bow. What'd you say? A bow? No, no. Remember that uh, the that bit skit? Pixar short? Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, dang it! I don't want to accept your cookies website. A, a goiza? Yes, there it is. Yeah, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it though, because it's like G Y G Y O Z A goiza. Yeah. But those were incredible. The pork pork yoiza. Yoiza. I feel like the G is probably going silent, silent there. Sure. Yeah, the pork yoza was incredible. I got them deep fried. Very good. Would recommend it. That sounds really good. Yeah, good sushi. Uh, how was that? Was there? Was it? Was it crowded? Did you have a crowd in there? Um, I got it to go, uh, and they made it like a really sushi to go can be difficult because you don't know how you're gonna how it's gonna come out. But they actually made a nice big circular tray. Think like what? Yeah. A, a cookie cake comes in. With all the sushi rolls on there, very uh-huh. nicely displayed. So uh, that's when I got care. I got takeout sushi from. Oh, I guess I should put this on my. What did we try this week? I'll do it next week. Okay, I'll save it. But it, same thing, like a big tray, and we had we had probably four or five rolls yeah, we had five on there. Five rolls on it. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, it's pronounced gyoza. Gyoza. Let's see. Yeah. Gyoza. That's what Google says. That's what this lady on Google says. Okay. 
gyoza. All right. All right. Uh, this the internet's week, never wrong. Uh, la- well, it was actually last week. I kind of teased it, but I tried wing stand yeah. on state line. Okay. I had the chicken sandwich, but I haven't had the wings yet. Yeah. The wings, they're good. They're a little small. Yeah. Okay. I looked at them. They looked a little small. They, they're a little small. Um, and it took longer than I thought it was going to take. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, ba- I'm not, I'm not bashing. I just thought like, I thought it was, I thought the point was it was supposed to be like, cause it's set up and it looks like it's going to be like a good sense or a Chipotle or a, um, a baby bop or something where Things you just kind of move through. Fast. Like they have wings there. You choose your sauce. They, they, they have the fried wings because they're, they're, um, Technique is they fry them twice, mm-hmm. so they fry the raw wings with, with you know flour and, and egg yolk on it, and then and then they toss them in sauce and then fry them again, and, and then, then again. when they come out of that, they toss them in whatever sauce you want. So they have like nineteen different sauces, um, and so I thought you know I assumed the 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 wings would kind of be there and they'd just like toss them real quick and you'd be out the door. But it took like 15, 15 minutes or so. Um, I had a long wait too. So they're, they're working on it. They're figuring yeah, sure it out hopefully. But it is really nice. I mean, uh, the wings were good. I got like the lemon pepper. Uh, so they have dry rub and then saucy ones. I got just the traditional buffalo. Great flavor. Although I got the hot and they it was it was more like medium. Okay. So if the hot... I did... There's okay. hot, and then there's like flaming lips or something like that. So there's four different um, uh, temperatures. So I got the third from the top, and it just it was it, it was pretty medium. Okay. So the next time you think you'd go hotter. Yeah, but th- there needs to be if that hot sauce is like boil your mouth off, then it, there needs to be one in between. Mm-hmm. So and then but the lemon pepper, uh, lemon garlic pepper one was awesome. They said that was their most their most popular. Um, the dry rub that was really really good. The wings were good, good mm-hmm. flavor. Just yeah, just took a little bit longer, and and they're a little smaller than than I thought. Yeah. Um, but it is a great spot because you can just do wings. On did you go on 79th State Line? Yeah. So the yeah. new location, you can do wings and then get your Papa Murphy's pizza, which is right next to it, and then go to Hy-Vee Liquor, get your beer, and get your beer, and boom, you've got everything you need. So that is clutch. Uh, I do love the location. They're the owners or the the managers or whoever that they were there and I was kind of talking to them and and they were I was like yeah I'm heading over to Hy-Vee Liquor to grab some grab some beer and they're like oh this is exactly what we envisioned this is what we wanted so you know they just gotta get it a little little quicker okay yeah a little quicker yeah I agree um, I was not expecting to because it's set up like a fast food restaurant like the inside looks like a fast food fast casual restaurant mm-hmm. so they just need to be quicker all right I know it's like Fry, have them all pre-fried first. for the first time. Yeah, and then you do a second fry, which should only take a couple minutes because it, mm-hmm. it's already cooked. Them up. It's like when you have the sliced pizza hanging out. there. Yeah, and you just put it back in the oven. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and get bigger wings. Yeah. Well, not everyone can be the peanut. Um, all right, let's move uh, next to our Boulevard. Who deserves a beer segment here? Uh, this week it's a couple of sisters from Blue Blue Springs who uh, won a baking show on NBC hosted by Andy Samberg and uh, uh, Maya Rudolph, right? Maya Rudolph. Yeah, so uh, the show is called uh, Master Bakers? Nope. Close, Kev. Baking it. Baking it. Baking it, that's right. Andy Samberg wanted it to be called Master Master Bakers. Bakers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it didn't get all the way through production, though. It didn't. This surprises me about NBC. Yeah. 
Yeah, their names are Jessica Washburn and her sister, whose name I did not write down. Uh, but Jessica Washburn owns and recently opened, like only three months ago, a uh, little chocolate uh, place in Blue Springs called Bliss Chocolatier. I remember we talked about we it. We did talk a lot about it. Uh -huh. um, so that's Jessica Washburn. She and her sister went on this show. It's a spinoff of Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman's show, Making It. I don't know that one. It. Yeah, it's a good spinoff, though. And it was more of just like a holiday. I think it only ran for like maybe six weeks mm -hmm. over the holiday season. Um, they they flew out to L.A. They filmed for eight days. That was it. That's crazy. For the whole season. Mm -hmm. um, then, yeah, she's, they, they said they were really nervous. They thought they'd go home after two days because they didn't do well in the, in the first uh, couple of challenges. But crushed the last bake, won the $50,000 prize, bringing that trophy back to Blue Springs, Missouri. Um, finish strong. You know what they say. Yeah. She's, they got, you got to have the clutch, Gene. You got to finish strong. It's all about how you perform in that, in that championship game. Yeah, so uh, exciting for them to bring that home. And, uh, I mean, yeah, now we got to get out to Bliss Chocolate and really yeah. try it. They need, so to, good for that. they need to post, uh, like, have a picture of them with Andy Samberg or something like that. Oh, that'd be a good picture. I, I, they That's also said, too, it was... Oh, go ahead. It was just like a really positive experience. Like they had a blast. Like everyone out there was having a really good time. Like none of the BS that they, they thought it would be with reality TV. And they just like legit thought it was just a ton of fun. So that's good. Of course, Andy Samberg would have fun doing it. Right. And like Maya Rudolph, like why wouldn't that be fun? Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Uh, we, we've got uh, the next segment brought to you by, we got a little ad read, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, it's, not an ad read. Well, not an ad read. No, no, no. A PSA. An announcement. An announcement. <laughs> yeah, PSA yeah. for our friends over at Lead to Read. Um, so, so we've had Polly Hart from Lead to Read on that program because of the pan. That program is when you go into schools once a week and you read to kids one on one, and you have the same kid every single week, and you stay with that kid for the entire semester, sometimes the entire year, um, and you read with that kid every single week one on one for thirty minutes because of COVID. Um, you know, a lot of that was was not able to, to take place, and they've been doing it virtually. They had 1,100 volunteers in 2019, and now they have something closer to like 500 volunteers. So um, it just they just want to make another call for volunteers. So if you're looking for 30 minutes a week to volunteer, I, I've done it for like three or four years. It is one of the most rewarding volunteer experiences you could possibly mm -hmm. do. Um, less than half of Kansas City third graders are reading proficiently. Children who aren't reading by third grade are four times more likely to drop out of school. 85% of teens in the juvenile system are functionally illiterate. Um, and you can change that by being a reading mentor. Leading Lead to Read KC is looking for volunteer reading mentors to work with elementary students. Donate one lunch hour a week and bam, you're part of the solution. Become a reading mentor. Visit leadtoreadkc.org today. Lead to Read is also one of Patrick Mahomes's 15 and Mahomes. Right. Uh, so, I mean, you're helping Mahomes out there. Mahomes is big about reading. He has his own campaign that's like Read for 15. And, um, yeah, it's awesome. It, it's a great, uh, great volunteer experience. And like I said, it, it is so rewarding for not a ton of work. So go to leadtoreadkc.org if you're interested in becoming a volunteer for them. Uh, all right. So good, good, good vibes good leading vibes. into Midwest Mad here. Yes. So a little opposite. That's okay. Uh, That's but okay. <laughs> this one's easy to get Midwest Mad over because they tore down the Mission Mall when I was in high school. 
Kev, I'm like, sorry, man. 2005, so I didn't even get the the pleasure of of having that mission mall to hang mm. out at. They tore it down before I I could use it, and still to this day. I can't do anything there. Yep. It's just a big pile of trash. Big pile and of trash. And they're starting over again. Starting over. Back to the drawing board. How? Dude, it's how. I, it has to it's be this. 15, 17 years? I don't know. It has to be this developer. This developer, Tom Valenti, I don't know. I don't know what what his problem is. But back Has in he been in charge of it the whole time? Yeah. I think so. I, I, there's too too much to follow with this thing, but it's a drama. Um, the tax incentives just expired this at the end of the year, so tax incentives ex expired. Uh, Tom Valenti had to forfeit those tax incentives that he got. Um, Mayor Solly Flora quote acknowledges and shares the frustration over this project with the residents. So very diplomatic answer there. Mayor Roland Park, I think. Uh, Mission. Mission. Okay. So she ran on a on a platform of essentially getting a new developer in the Mission Gateway project. Sounds um, like she'll get a new one, I guess. <laughs> we'll see. We need to start over I think over he again. owns the land, though. Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, we talked about this last year. We're two years ago now. Probably every year of this podcast. In 2020, contractors sued the developer for unpaid wages. The developer just didn't pay contractors for, like, they built a, a shell of a parking garage mm -hmm. out there that looks like ass. Um, they had a movie theater as the anchor tenant. Uh, that obviously ruined it in 2020. This Tom Valenti guy said, we'll have to get a new plan together, but but it's all good. So apparently uh, Pete the Cat, who is one of my son's favorite books, yep. uh, is the developer on the site because that's Pete, Pete the Cat's attitude towards everything. Your it's guy Bruce Weber, Bruce Weber yep. loves Pete the Cat. Mm -hmm. uh, but Pete the Cat, whatever happens to Pete the Cat, he's just kind of like, it's all good. Mm -hmm. So we've got Pete the Cat developing this. Um, he also said, quote, it's probably not going to take 16 years next time. Probably, is hey, what he said. Hey, said probably. That's, so by 2040, we might have something up we there. We might have something. By 2040, out at, when I'm too old Gateway to walk, project. then something will go up that I'll never be able to use. Correct. Like, how is it that, like, think of how much has developed in Kansas City since 2005. Yeah. Like, Power and Light the Sprint wasn't Center there. Existed. The Sprint Center didn't exist till 2007. Uh, like things like chicken and pickle hadn't even been thought of yet. Even like Corbin Park out yeah. at 135th. Dude, what's that hadn't place? Hadn't been developed yet. Like uh, that new place on Medcalf. I drove by it. I, I hadn't been out there for a while. It's like 91st in Medcalf. It's like promontory. It's out of this world. It's so big. What is it? It's like a living area and shopping area. It's like by that IHOP. And I think there's like a J. Alexander over there. It doesn't matter. It 95th doesn't matter. in Medcalf? It's a little the north. New, oh, okay. Yeah, where the mm. old Whole Foods. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But yeah. anyways, uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a clown show over there. No, no, no. It's a it's a little kid's character, mm -hmm. um, kitten who steps in mud and water and blueberries and strawberries all the time. It's all good. It's all that's good. That's who's running this. And thing. it probably won't take another sixteen years. It probably, probably, probably is not. won't. Probably but that not. is just ridiculous. Yeah, and, and like. Props to the cities of like Mission and Roland Park for still continuing to grow, yeah. despite uh -huh. that hell. Yeah, they've got like that, that money ER pit. across across the way. All of that. I used developed. to mow that land back yeah, in you back in high school and college, uh -huh. and we would stare at the empty lot across the street. Called it Cloverleaf. We still do. Yep, we stare at it still. So 
That's a real bummer. Shout out to the Roland Park Parks Department. Miss you guys. Uh, Moots, hope you're doing well. <laughs> John, <laughs> hope you're yeah, hope you're doing well, John. <laughs> um, fucking our, Carl, Carl, I hope you're not doing well. <laughs> Didn't like you at all. And Dan, Dan, keep being the man, dude. Um, all right, let's go with our personal pine tars this week. Uh, for me, so far this week, I'm addicted to the playoff machine. Uh, I've ran through every scenario. Uh, there's there's a couple where uh, we could play the Patriots at home in the first round. Uh, there's even some uh, where I think the the Brown or the Raiders and Chargers could could agree to tie each other and both make the playoffs. Uh, which is weird, uh, mm-hmm. another weird scenario. So been through all of them. Probably spent a couple hours on that today instead of working. Nice. Um, not very productive thanks to the uh, playoff machine. Okay. Found that today. So I hadn't played with it for a while. There it was. I've never played with it. I don't even know what it is. I mean, I know it exists, but I've never gone on the website. You can choose each game, who wins each game for week 18. Sounds and like then fun. it predicts the playoff situation. Do you ever wish so. that like you could use the internet with an Xbox controller? Nope. Mm. Just like all the time? Like if you, if if you, you had an Xbox, like switch, you could do that. But use a regular like Google Chrome? Like uh, a browser? Yeah, you can do that on Xbox. You sure? Uh-huh. I haven't owned a, a video game machine in a you while. You can do that, I think. But I just remember those controllers being very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Because the reason I said that, because I imagine the playoff machine is like super clunky and like every time you pick a game, then it reloads and like fucking you get added over the top and you get you get pop up ads that come in because you pick the chargers and that's like simulate and then it runs and then you get more ads and it's It's, just like it's actually probably the best part of a ESPN app I've ever worked with. It's on your phone. Uh, No, I mean, just like an ESPN. Yeah. Thing uh-huh. that isn't like ads in my face or behind the paywall reloading behind yeah. a paywall videos yeah. just playing without your permission just so loud the automatic video can see star get rid of it there's no worse websites than local newspapers and local oh my gosh um news stations i pay local news stations websites are a fun house <laughs> like just like how do you allow these ads on your website Oh like, yeah! Like here's a here's a, a heartwarming story, or here's a heart yeah, or here's a murder story, yeah. followed by an ad. Nine people Pete Davidson dated last. Yeah, yeah, and like a sleazy picture. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like Bradley Cooper I, I, I looks like Ellen DeGeneres and other celebrity look look alike. I'm supposed to take their news site serious when like those are the ads, and it's like a pop up video in my face of like programmatic. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, uh, my. Um, Personal pines are cotton t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Okay. As as we've gone down this path of t-shirts and everyone makes t-shirts and everyone's a t-shirt company, cotton t-shirts have moved the way of comfort cotton, right? Yeah. The very stretchy. soft, very light, very stretchy. Um, I think our guy over at uh, Charlie Hustle, uh, Chase McNulty, mm-hmm. he called it um, skinny guy cotton because yep. it, it kind of forms to you because it lays uh-huh. lays very softly on you. I'm a big fan of these with short sleeve t-shirts, but long sleeve tees, which I love more uh-huh. than any other article of clothing, long long sleeve t-shirts, I like them more in the old, like Gideon, thicker, stiffer oh, cotton. Oh, I see. I don't know why. I don't know why, but 
I want to buy more long sleeve t-shirts, but I don't want them in cool guy cotton. I don't want them in skinny guy, cotton. skinny guy, soft cotton. Mm -hmm. I need, I like the stiff one. So I don't know why that is. I honestly have no clue, but I tried to buy some new long sleeve tees and they're all cool guy cotton. And I want them to be the old. Is it the fit or the comfort? What's I don't going know, on? dude. I have no clue. Mm. I think it's, I think it's the fit and maybe it feels warmer because it's uh, less breathable. Probably. I don't know. I don't know either. Hmm. And it stay, you know, uh, most of the time when I'm wearing a long sleeve tee, like I, I roll my sleeves up just a little bit, like halfway yeah. up the forearms look fucking cool. Um, but yeah, I can't do that with the cool guy cotton. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's something with the static electricity in those two. In the Which long ones? sleeve, cool guy cotton. Uh huh. It gets weird. In the you, neck, the long sleeve gets in the neck. With the with, neck get very very bacony. I feel like in the in the long sleeve model. Yes, of of the cool guy cotton long yeah, sleeve. The neck gets bacony but, more often. But not in my old school cotton. The neck does not stretch out on mm -hmm. uh, on my long sleeve tee. So I don't know what it is. I don't know why, but uh, you know, Maybe like you have to pull the arm. Yeah, maybe. Out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Hmm. But I want my long sleeve T-shirts to stay in, you know, 2007 cotton. Okay. All right. Let's move on to our mix plate. Uh, we've got our New Year's resolutions for Kansas City. Happy New Year's. Sorry, I came in with a bummer. Worst Monday of the year. Uh, but happy you, New you Year. You said it's the worst Monday that it's going to be for all of 2022. Hey, I'm here for that take. Okay. I'm here for that. Um, all right, so let's go a little mixed plate of New Year's resolutions for Kansas City. We did this last year. We, things we think Kansas City could do a little bit better uh, yes. at, uh, over the next year. So, um, all right, here's what I'm going to go with. Uh, you, what, um, what, 140? 140. Okay. So I'm going to kick things off. Uh, let's see, my meet number one here. Uh, I think this one is, you know, one of those, you know, in the corporate world, low-hanging fruit, they like to call it. More rooftop bars, more rooftops being utilized. Well, low hanging fruit, hopefully up top though. Okay. Yeah, I think there could be more rooftops with killer views of downtown. There's, if you really think about it, rooftop bars. There's, there's really hardly any. Right. So I think more of the apartment complexes and more that the lofts get turned in. Okay. Or taller buildings get turned into lofts downtown. Put a rooftop bar on top for the public. I'm here for that. Okay. Um, I love that idea. Mm -hmm. um, my meet number one here, I went with like, yeah, I did this last year too. Um, but one of a common, uh, a common uh, New Year's resolution is to um, walk outside more. Mm -hmm. So walk outside more. In order to do that, we need more sidewalks. We Or we need new sidewalks. Um, in my neighborhood, uh, I can't, I can't, take James on a stroller walk on the sidewalks because the sidewalks are a disaster mm -hmm. and none of the sidewalks are, are usable with a stroller. So, um, we need new sidewalks, uh, in, in, uh, in KC Mo and we need, uh, actual sidewalks that you can actually walk on without, you know, a, being, a, being an absolute turbulent mess. Okay. Uh, I, I like that. I agree there. Um, I'm going to go with my meet number two here. Uh, a New Year's resolution here. Uh, do something cool with a bridge. <laughs> you know, uh, there's a couple of plans. I think uh, the Buck O'Neill Bridge we talked about, yes. turning that into a green space. There's the bridge in the West Bottoms that could be turned into a cool space. Uh, and, you know, it's not too late. We haven't started building the new 
bridge that is going to suck and be ugly. So mm -hmm. maybe there's a chance nope. to, to do something cool with the bridge. No, nope, it's over. Do something cool with the bridge. Do something cool with the bridge. All right. Love that. Um, my side number or meet number two. Um, again, another common uh, uh, New Year's resolution. Find your identity. Mm. And we need to do that by creating a new flag. A new city flag. I, like uh, I know Quentin has asked about it a few times. Uh, I remember last year he talked about it. Quentin talked about it again recently. There is an awesome flag that's called kcflag.org yep. that someone already created that a lot of people have adopted just organically as the, our flag right now, our current Kansas City flag is such trash. It's a disaster. It's, 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 I don't know who created it. Like someone created it on PowerPoint mm -hmm. uh, before Adobe existed and they just went with it and they uh -huh. stuck with it. Yep. Um, so kcflag.org is a good looking flag. It's got the heartland. It's got... Uh, stuff to uh, or homages to to fountains um, but yeah find your identity get a new flag Quentin I know you're on it just let's do it get it going let's I go. love it uh, it is a cool design uh, all right I see people in my neighborhood have a lot of people have it it's around popular. our neighborhood yeah uh, all right my side number one uh, let's see I'm gonna go with uh Make it easier to get to um, to the Truman Sports Complex with okay. mass transportation. Okay. Because, and I think this can be done in a couple of ways. I've seen other cities and uh, basically where each bar has a transportation maybe out to the ball game mm, uh, okay, on weekend like nights uh, or maybe like Thursday to Sunday. Uh, or it's just too easy to just, park out there, Kev. Just allow Parking. Uber to get into the stadium would be a good and not have an exclusive deal with Z trip, which I don't even know how to use. Uh, so I think it could be a lot easier to get out uh, to Truman social actually in Waldo did a, a party bus for every home game Sweet. Uh, where they took people out there. But I think more bars could do that um, or just find a way to get, get people out to the stadium easier would be nice. All right. Love that. Side number one for me, um, Again, a common New Year's resolution is to eat out less or or, or, or um, one that I saw is to make your coffee at home and for order, which is something I do. I have a, I have a nice coffee maker. I've got a coffee bean grinder, uh -huh. but we don't have enough local coffee roasters. So I want more coffee, local coffee roasters in Kansas City um, because like basically messenger and roastery are kind of like they they teamed up essentially. I think we talked about this, mm -hmm. and they're you know it's kind of been homogenized a little bit. But we just need we need more coffee roasters, um, more smaller, different coffee roasters because I like to go buy beans, and they're still expensive when you buy them from local coffee roasters. But like a bag of beans is fifteen dollars. That's expensive, and that gets me like you know twenty five cups of coffee probably. Like, yep. Not cups, as we've as we've determined on this show. So cups aren't real things. So I, I've I've done some research at my house with yeah. my new coffee maker. Uh -huh. Four cups, you know, which is what thirty two ounces, uh -huh. goes up no, no, to no, no no no, yes yeah yes goes up to the six marker uh -huh. uh, about my, the six marker, yep. not quite on okay my, on my pot, but then my coffee grinder. I have to grind for four cups. Hmm. So like, and those are the same brand, like 
Those don't even match up. God I would have thought it might be like six and yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. If it's the same brand. I don't know what those numbers no, mean. No, the numbers on no the back idea. of your coffee. If you haven't heard this yet, folks, the numbers on the on your coffee pot are completely arbitrary and don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. They mean nothing. Um, so anyways, uh, more coffee roasters so that I can buy them and continue to make my coffee at home and save a lot of money uh, via that. So that's my side number one. Uh, all right. This is... Sometimes a, a New Year's resolution, too, uh, is to listen to better music or mm -hmm. maybe, maybe find more music. Uh, a couple songs, I think, need to change. Uh, touchdown song, You Gotta Fight for Your Right to Party. Get it out. I, it doesn't slap. It doesn't hit. Travis Kelsey tried to make it work. We tried. I don't think it works. Yeah. Uh, bring back DJ Cool, Let Me Clear My Throat, please. Yep. I love that. I would even go uh, Rock and Roll Part 2. I would do that. I would probably do a lot of other songs. Problematic, Kev. Very problematic. The, the Beastie Boys is not doing it. it I don't think it, the stadium gets as fired up. No, I don't even. It's not a thing. It, no one really has much. I, I don't I don't like it. It's not okay. fun. It's not I agree. fun. And then we need a, a sixth inning song, too, uh, <laughs> over at the K, because I don't know what they're doing well, over there. We need to get people the John to. John Fogarty, center field, like sucked i don't know who asked for garth brooks friends in low places to be taken away but you should all be ashamed of yourselves yeah i hope you're happy for doing that uh so we need a, we need better taste in music okay love that side number two for me um travel more hyperloop <laughs> i want it let's get it going i want the talks get back going okay um, we lost out on the testing center, but, though. No, no, no. But we've already we've got the study that's been done. Okay. Feasible feasibility study. It's been completed. I want that talk to come back. I haven't heard a lot about the hyperloop okay. in a while. I need more talk. I want the hyperloop back. I want people talking about it again. Give it mm -hmm. to me. I want it. Give me the hyperloop. I would want it too. I got family working on it now. So, boom. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I would love the Hyperloop. Well, wedding hasn't happened yet, Kev. <laughs> uh, other ones I had, uh, go hiking more. I think we could do some better hiking trails. You're going to have have a mountain? Have a mountain, too. Well, I can't have a mountain, but <laughs> hiking trails is, is realistic. Uh, like Google scenic hiking trails near Kansas City. Not much comes up. Not right. much. Not much there. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, attract a new headquarters of a company. Yeah, we need that. We probably could use a, another big headquarters here now that yep. Turner's leaving. Yep. So, uh, and then just more park hangs, drug parks. Drug parks. You know. Gotta have. That's a, <laughs> Give me a drug just park. Just asking for, like, cool things to happen at the Nelson, at that Frank A. Thies Park. Yeah. Uh, the park in front of the Liberty Memorial. It's a hill. It's It'd be cool. perfect for cool stuff to happen Put on. Put a fucking concert there every once something. in a while. Do, do something. something there. It'd be awesome. What is, why don't they do more? I don't know. Do more with your open parks, Kansas City. Do more stuff. That could be get outside more, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, you've got these huge parks, and you literally do in nothing In urban there. areas, you have these cool, huge parks. And Remember Rockfest? I mean, yeah. that, was a, that was a mess Fire every year. Firefest, too, I think. No. Fire... Firefly. Fire... Fire... Firefly. Firekeeper. Fire... I think it was called Firefly. Okay. I don't know about that. But Music Festival that, on the that, Liberty it, Memorial. Firefly one. was like this little mini putt golf tournament that happened at. Mm. You remember when they had the We're hole in one challenge? Things. I was thinking of the concert at Liberty Memorial. Oh, okay. I was thinking of like Fire Keeper golf thing that they set up like these little mini par threes that were like 
it wasn't putt putt, but it was like chipping par threes, and they oh, had like cool. yeah, it was it was really cool. Mm -hmm. Do more with your parks. Do more. Do you have any others? Are you good? No, I'm good. Okay. All right, that does it for us this week. Be, for, be sure to follow us on social media at State Your Line, and we'll see you around Kansas City.